0: Welcome to Stone Butch Disco, the podcast. This is your host, Rachel Stonecipher. I hope you enjoyed the first episode. Um, If you didn't listen to that, you might want to go back and listen to it just so you get a sense of what the hell we think we're doing here. Um, But in that episode, I and my sister, who I still think should have been a comedian instead of a teacher, or maybe both simultaneously. Um, she, she joined me to help kind of lay out the parameters of the Stonebush Disco project in general Which is kind of philosophical um, It's got some visual art elements uh, We have a website basically, stonebutchdisco.com So we'd love to see you there if you're into any of this um, But hey, you don't have to listen to that first episode right now Actually, if you're just here for like the lesbian sex of it all Or perhaps LGBTQ cultural history You can just hang out right here and listen to this episode And listen to that one later um, for this episode, my friend Sam was able to join me uh, as kind of a co-interviewer of our two guests. Um, their names, our two guests' names, are Bell and Jenny, and they're a Butch couple. They've been out for over 30 years. They've just been doing the damn thing. And you can find them on Instagram, at butch and at fem. Their Instagrams are life-giving to follow, so head on over there. Um, they're also just hot, man. Just go check them out and leave all those fire comments, Um, and we'll get to that hotness, because this episode is going to be far more sexual than my sister, the teacher, was permitted to be on the previous episode, Uh, and also, I think it's pretty funny in places, and it's so, it was so educational to me, and I hope it's edifying to you, so without further blabbery from me, I hope you enjoy
1: I'll just sit here in front of this alligator painting, which is super <laughs> random at my brother's
0: house. I don't. Its arms are uh, like, wrong, like not. Yeah. yeah, that is weird. The arms are weird. What a weird
1: painting. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's up with this alligator painting, but
0: um, <laughs> I kind of I love it, and I also yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to say I love your fleece because you don't look unbutch. First of all, and we probably should have disclosed that this might be videotaped, <laughs> and secondly, we don't have to post the video at all um it's just it helps the audio for us to be able to see each other does it is that science Sam? i don't don't know i think so Um, you know well do would argue there's nothing
2: non-butch about fleece Yeah. sorry to interrupt
1: thank you that's (laughs) where i wanted to go (laughs) i know i just kind of you know fashion myself as sort of a metrosexual butch and so i want to like you know look good if i'm representing well, and uh i'm and Rachel, you literally wearing sure. a cuddle
3: dud honey as a femme honey so really...
1: you're an adorable <laughs> beautiful femme you can wear things like that are called things like cuddle duds and it's <laughs> and it's perfect
0: yeah that that aligns i think conventionally or maybe maybe it doesn't i don't maybe. know but i i love the amount of self-deprecation that has already happened but by all <laughs> four of <them. laughs> And I just want to say that feels characteristically lesbian. So off we go. Oh move. my yeah,
2: God, yes. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. Before we get too deep into it, can everyone go around? We'll introduce ourselves a little bit.
0: <laughs> Sam's better than me at being a person. Go,
2: Sam. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Sam Block. I am, I guess, if we're doing titles, I'll be Butch Clown because <laughs> I am do live performances around LA. Uh, for my job, I do design and illustration, but I just enjoy like, being out there in entertainment spaces as somebody who looks like me sometimes I feel like is revolutionary sometimes when there isn't when you don't see a lot of representation it I don't know it feels a little scary um the fabulous Rachel Stonecipher is our host do you want to introduce yourself Rachel
0: I shall and first I'll say in response to your introduction that I think I think you were like the perfect embodiment literally for me of like what revolution looks like when it's done on a very personal level right like when you do scary stuff i think it is a revolution i don't think that's wrong to say like it's totally revolutionary just to like do like your show where you're that the patriot who like gets mad at liberals and rips his shirt off like that that shit is brilliant so um i wish i was as funny as sam is i try to keep up i my name's Rachel stone and I spent the last 12 years of my life buried in books and what that has led to is way too much knowledge that now I'm just essentially vomiting onto a website um which is why in the in the quest to share sometimes I feel like my tendency is to be hyperbolic in a way that people have found effective but is also oversimplifying and it covers over stuff that's more complex and like The best example of that i think is what gave rise to this to this exciting night which is like i can't wait to learn about sex all over again um (laughs) i had written something about uh like the strap on sex that i and my wife have and imby got in touch and she was like this is a really cool thing to talk about i have like very different opinions from you and i was like that is sick like let's talk about it so
2: I think we talked about last time that the pandemic made us brave about reaching out to people online because I didn't really have online friends before. Mm -hmm, I didn't
3: either. Okay, I'll tell you how we met the online friends. Uh, The show, HBO show, Gentleman Jack. Yeah. We became super fans because it was hot and it's amazing to see our great, great aunt as you will, you know, Dyke of all Dykes, um, represented. So we were like, holy shit, what is this? How did we never know about this woman? She's so awesome. So we started listening to a podcast, multiple podcasts, actually, about her, and there was these fan groups online. And so we joined some, and then that was it. People just started talking in these groups, and we would have had a no before the shutdown. We at least had one or two meetups. So we met some of the people. that were more in the Mid-Atlantic. Actually, one woman flew in from North Carolina. So but then after when everything shut down, oh, in Chicago, that's right, people really became close because we were all hot and horny honestly for (laughs) the show i mean that sounds crazy to say but that's really what it was and also the off shoot of that was tons of erotica that was being written like fan fiction and so people were reading that too and so we became friends with people through that as well and it Mm -hmm. was just like this whole world surrounded by the gentleman jack show which i had never done i was not like a xena fan that had like gone down that thing you know like a lot of people do this This was all new to us, both MB and I. So um, once the pandemic hit, though, this was interesting. The group started doing a 24-hour Zoom. So we saw into people's homes for 24 hours. If you wanted to jump on in the middle of the day or the middle of the night, and I would see my friend in Australia now, or I'd see my friend in Finland, or I'd see my friend in Missouri, or my friend in Chicago. Um, Someone was in New Zealand. People are in England. So now we've become friends, literally friends, like good friends. With people all over the world, so this is mm-hmm. like I do feel like I never had the online friends, and I guess I don't know. Maybe yeah. we were all online a little bit more. I'm Sure, we were because I saw you online, and I was like, "Oh, she's really cool. Look at this other Butch." You know, I started seeing like Butch Fem stuff and that type of yeah. thing. So that was long. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was what the- was
1: what were you inter- what were you explaining there, honey? Because I, I was explaining uh, I like my mom how,
3: okay how things changed during the pandemic and how prior to that. We didn't really have online friends, and how oh, like okay, we've met okay. people yep, yep. online now. Other yep. like lesbians, I would say, since then,
1: yeah, we am yeah. more
3: connected with people. I think I'm more open to it now than I ever was. Yeah, um, and mm-hmm. I didn't even introduce myself because I just jumped in with that. But I guess I should introduce myself. Let's I'm Jennifer. Um, <laughs> actually, I go by Jenny. I'm um, <laughs> be more fam and. I've been an out lesbian now for 36 years. Oh my god, I sound freaking ancient. Oh um. <laughs> no, down you don't. So,
1: um, the grand am.
0: Sam and I were talking about how we need we need emotionally to talk to, well, <laughs> we need our cats to lick frames. Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: My my cat Domino has invaded the space, and I should I have known that. when I put the cat tree behind me. That's adorable.
0: Oh I God. saw a tongue what on like a cute. picture frame. Like, that's what I saw. And I my brain just, like, finished the sentence like that. So I think I've had she's too gonna much look, caffeine. Um, she's going
2: to lick the flag soon, probably.
0: Oh, how very lesbian of her. Um, so <laughs> oh the, God, she has a cat shape
3: on the back of her. Do you see that? Am I the only one seeing that?
2: Like oh the, no, so she totally does. Like, it looks like okay. a head.
0: That's like strange. <laughs> Well, now we're going to have to make at least Sam's little quadrant into video so everybody can yes. assess the cat on on your cat's back, on Domino's back.
2: Um, domino is oh. also a new pandemic friend. So I was Aww. living on my own for the first time in the pandemic. And I was saying I wanted a cat and I was also new into roller derby because I wanted to meet lesbians and other gay what people. What better way? You're my no oh, <laughs> and I got her from a friend of a roller derby oh. friend and they just like brought her over Aww.
0: yeah Kept you company. well we need cats and we need I'm, I'm just gonna do like shit segues all night so here we go we need cats but we also need um community and like we mm. were sam and i were like we really need to talk to an older butch femme couple just to like know that you exist i mean i know that oh yeah distance, and i've been like
3: and it wasn't been, like, always
0: easy
3: it wasn't yeah. always i mean it wasn't Obviously, it I wasn't mean, always easy. I mean, we came out in high wow. school, good God, in the 80s. I assure you, it was not easy. <laughs> uh, so, sometimes, yeah. Jenny and I have to remind ourselves, like, you know, I mean, we're
1: middle-aged, right? And so, we're... Middle-age crisis looks different mm-hmm. on everyone. And I will say that my wife and I are coming through it pretty damn well. I'm much more in a panic than she is. She's doing handling it <laughs> far more gracefully than I am. But... um. But the kind of craziness that I'm in is actually, like, leading to good things. I won't say that I'm, like, coming unglued or anything. But I'm just like, <laughs> oh I have to do, you know. But all that being said is that when we are in a, <laughs> in a place where we're feeling okay with our middle age um, and we can stop and look back and we go, holy shit, like, we are living history. And it feels like, you know, like I'm wearing pantaloons you know <laughs> I do so old but but living history because we're Gen Xers and because Gen X went through such un- when you really stop and think about it our generation went through such amazing changes mm-hmm. um in terms of politics so um society um economics technology it's been dizzying and um and then just LGBT life that, you know, we have to just sometimes look back and say, well, that's the truth. The truth of the matter is we are living history. We have seen an amazing progression and it's been hard. And sometimes it's been heartbreaking and frustrating and inspiring and triumphant. Um, and so we, well, yeah, I have to say we are a pretty good <laughs> good older butch femme couple to talk to <laughs> well
0: There's and I will there. say that a lot of my um initial well it's Instagram so I'm going to forgive myself a little bit but a lot of my like initial um excitement about seeing you guys online was like oh my god look how hot they are they're like doing the damn thing <laughs> like they're being hot they're like they're almost like a projection of like Even where themselves. I would like to be <laughs> yeah and and I I won't try to say anything about like recent history, uh, some of the stuff that I've written on the website is about trying to track like what's happened in the last, I would say 20, 30 years with lesbian Mm -hmm. butchness specifically. And I know MB, we're going to be talking about some, well, I was going to ask you some questions about like issues of shame and things like that. And I'm curious about what you guys have seen just as a framework, like what you've seen in terms of what's kind of risen up in the conversation about us and what's fallen in the conversation about us. And like, and the sex that we have. And so, Mbi, you haven't really gotten to okay. introduce yourself, but do you want to introduce slash <laughs> move that direction?
1: Yeah. Uh, my name is Maribel Costa. I'll pronounce it correctly with accent. Uh, I am also online as Be More Butch. And I love that double entendre uh, because I think Butch is just a beautiful beautiful identity beautiful lesbian identity that I'm very fiercely protective of and I think butch femme is a beautiful tradition um that is as old as time and has always been been around and it will always be and um and I am also in the creative industry and (laughs) 30-year veteran of the creative industry so that's what I do for a living I work for a software company um and you know when i'm not doing that i i'm here taking care of my mom uh helping my brother do that so um and as we were discussing before we started recording i've put on a puerto rican christmas movie for my mother uh because i know she'd like it because we are i'm latina i'm puerto rican and peruvian and that is an, another additional layer of my reality too of growing up in a latino household where um gender roles are very defined um so you know that's another interesting hurdle i had to overcome and and fight through to be myself so um yeah lots lots to talk about
0: yeah mm-hmm. sam have you seen the picture of mb as a teenager like do you know the hot, one i'm talking about <laughs>
1: Like uh, throwing material. I, on her.
3: <laughs> I did all the hitting.
1: <laughs> of course, you did.
3: That's part or of the, the tradition, list. babe. That's part of the Butch Femme tradition. The Femme <laughs> yeah. makes first move.
2: Yeah, and the Butch yeah. is
3: It's true. I was just like,
2: I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. That stuff as like a, I don't know, as a baby Butch feeling isolated. That I'm like, oh, that that was actually a part of my story. But not knowing any older Butches, and not in becoming new to Butch Fem you know i'm like oh that that was a a thing that like we talked for months but i waited for her to show that she was interested
0: such a thing
1: i i speculate and rachel will rachel probably have like a total professorial write-up on why this is which my, my lived experience tells me that there is a very good reason for that and it's it's sad but it's true it's just reality you know it's like when you look the way that we do um you're already suspect you're already threatening to people you you are you're just suspect and so and
3: beautiful too in today like not it's, traditionally beautiful for a so woman, they're not, ugly quite Yeah, often. you're not standards are not traditional so.
1: right and if you were coming up butch in the earlier part of the 19th century uh, not 19th uh, 20th century sorry um you know you're it was it was simply not always safe mm-hmm. to be a butch woman and coming on to a woman that may or may not be a lesbian you know so it's like that was survival that 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 whole sort of trope of the femme making the first move, that's that's survival because we mm-hmm. that's how it had to be. If I was, in 1980, in the 1980s, if I was going around Mackinac girls, I would have had my face kicked in. Like that was not gonna be a smart idea on my part. That's why a lot of us don't make the first move because we can't, you know, cause femmes, you know, I mean, that's some of their, that's their tough work that they have to live every day is that they have to come out every day um and so i mean we're 100 footers so everybody knows we're gay when we as soon as we you know 400 feet away but <laughs> fems that's a different that's a different work and so they kind of hold the power in that and that they are safe they are passing as straight women uh, even though they hate that not that fems love that it's just the way of the world
3: and uh-huh. so for them
1: to kind of go hey um I like that, Butch, I've, a whole heck of a lot. I She's like, hot. like
3: you, that's the one. I, I like, like you, like, <laughs> like, like you. Um, that is just a have, friend. They have to let us know.
1: And then once we get the green light, it's on. Right. We'll take the, race. Right. So we'll take the wheel from there. <laughs> but we've, well, got, we've got to be <laughs> implicit. Like, there can be no ambiguity. It's just like, you, Butch, I want you to do me.
0: <laughs> right right like you know? but then it's that's you need the green light because there's so much after the green light which is what I so guess much we're talk about so and and,
1: and we w- we can take the lead if that if that is how the dynamic works because it's not always that way but um you know yeah
0: yeah yeah and i think so butch femme like it, you know it's routinely kind of perennially like shit upon as m- mocking heterosexist roles and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but to me it's so vastly different by the nature and this is this is the oof and the thing that's hard to talk about but by the nature of the femaleness involved and i don't mean like biological bodies i mean like the lived experience i think mm-hmm. of being female because this is and one i've not i'm not the only person who i think has said something like this or feels this way but like there's a bit of an ethic like a lived ethic of being a butch where part of being kind of part of being a butch who values a femme is being like pretty feminist because you have to be on the team of the femmes visibility to Mm -hmm. uh, do your life all the time and so i think the thing about like all everything and be you said is like totally in alignment with how i feel about all of the the stops and goes and whatever but um i think there's also this other level and i don't know if you would agree of like letting like risk maybe it's just respect like respecting the femme enough that it's not about my desire projected onto femininity Mm. as male desire has historically been projected onto femininity it's not so much about that it's about the the exact reverse right it's like a total Mm -hmm. flip on purpose in in my life at least yeah well and I will say that and that's the most embarrassing moments in my life are moments when I didn't know how to be a lesbian, right? And I would try to make a move that was totally not the way that I felt comfortable, but I was like, am I just going to be alone forever if I don't try? And I was like 21, right? So the answer is no, you're not going to be alone at 21 if you don't know how to be a lesbian. But those were the moments where I was like, this isn't me. Like, I don't like, mm. I don't like pushing desire out into the world before I like mm. knowing that it's wanted, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, that's that's well put. I think that that I think that's true. There, that is kind of a butch taking on, you know. And when I say like masculine, I like to kind of make sure people like get that it's just like masculine is not being a man. You right. know, right. <laughs> it's like it's just a different energy. There's like a feminine power of there's a masculine power. It's almost more like yin yang. Let's separate it from genitals and hormones. And chromosomes you know it's just a different kind of uh, of an energy and so it's just like you know my my um my sexual energy my gesture the way i look the way i carry myself my swagger thats very masculine but like my other power my other sexual power is all very feminine you know it's just yeah. like still you know, feminine doesn't look like this one thing. You know, it's right. it's a big range, and I get I get very prickly, <laughs> very very prickly <laughs> when um, some lesbians, some butch lesbians, will say, "Oh well, I can't, I'm not girly, so therefore I can't be a woman." I'm like, "What the hell is that? You know, why are you squishing the entire experience of, of womanhood into this tiny little frilly, you know, frilly little pink glittery jewel box?" You yeah. know, woman is wide. You know, woman is a. You know, it, it's not just this one way of being a woman. I'm a woman. I look like a woman. I just look like a masculine woman. You know, and that's getting into a whole nother tangent, which we're yeah. Not
0: gonna I mean, go.
1: and we could go. We could have like five episodes just on all of that.
0: Yeah, stuff. we could. So and we will, but. but we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in it. But I'm gonna say I want to validate all feelings on all sides of that. Mm-hmm matter because it's so complicated for people um that what i'm what i'm really trying to do as a nerd as a lifelong nerd is draw a line of identification between the word woman which has become such a clusterfuck in terms of fighting over the meaning of it who Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me if people want to use i mean i'm using myself as an example but truly this is an analytical attempt to draw a line here so like Mm -hmm there's a way to say you can have the life, the label, the name, the all the things that you want for sure, but then there's also going to be, like, femaleness, which is its own thing. So <laughs> I, I think what's happened in this weird thing, and MB, we can talk about it, like, on a future episode, since I'm going to try to drag yeah. y'all back on at some point for sure, but um, it's, like, the the language of that, like, women used to use to describe ourselves like the word female has literally been like like stripped out of the conversation like real quietly like so that everything is gender and i and bodies kind of fall out of the conversation and i'm trying to trying to say we can have all of that we just shouldn't be losing our analytical i agree with you
1: 100 we can have yeah
0: yeah so yeah but that's the thing and of course all of that is to say the patriarchy doesn't want sex like yours sex like mine sex like sam's to be seen the patriarchy Mm -hmm. doesn't want femaleness to be a thing they the patriarchy whatever the fuck that is doesn't want femaleness to be political and for some reason the lgbtq movement is has started replicating that that like yeah there's no bait there's no political basis in the body and so that's where my my like theory recently is coming from and it's not to say shut up people don't have the life you want it's to say we can have all this but please don't take away the words about being female because that's that's its own goddamn thing 100
1: yes yes don't force me to remove the word woman and female from things because i fought. i feel like i have lived since my very young life to now that i feel like i have fought too long and hard To be comfortable being a woman like this that it was just like my whole life I have been fighting to say I don't want to be a man I look like this but that doesn't mean I want to be a man I am not a man I don't think I'm a man I'm a woman I just happen to be a woman this kind of woman and don't take that away from me and um and to have to fight and try to get people to understand that and then to have a new wave of people come in coming in behind me who look like me going, Don't you dare call me woman. I'm just like, Holy shit, what the hell happened here? <laughs> you know? But I mean again, we can have it all. I'm not saying yeah. don't say that. I'm not saying that like, we can't have those conversations or we can't figure that out and learn and, and evolve and try to figure out what works for a wider group of people. I'm I'm all for that. Um,
2: I think there's like and there's so many different um ways that people describe themselves and like personally and you know as somebody who is like me growing up these days like it's it's very common I question my gender identity like I changed my gender on my marker for years so I've had a complicated relationship with the word woman which I fully embrace now but I do know that like when I wasn't identifying with it all I wanted was for people to respect how I talked about myself and so but I also yep. do see, like, when Rachel talks about how she feels about being a woman, like, people hurt down because of how people feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. So if there is room for all of us to be able to describe how we feel about ourselves and relate to the mm-hmm.
0: it's just,
2: like, we're never going to all have the same life experience. And we're all actually going to, like, yeah. you know, we may even differ how we identify with that term at different points in our lives. So making sure that we can, yeah. like, mm-hmm. know that we're more similar than we are different is is my big thing i want to tell everybody
0: (laughs) well yes and i think that's nice this is such an interesting topic because what we're doing right now is kind of a cross-generational thing on purpose right like (laughs) my the sex that i have i was like well it's maybe i need more knowledge Again, I should probably note that the me of a couple weeks ago got real, real upset talking about this stuff. So it gets a little ranty here in a second, but um, I still have all these feelings, so I'm just going to let them be. Like, that was part of the impetus, was like, I want to know what it's been like to be doing this for so long. And a large part of my curiosity is, what, what have been the politics of it for you? And, and <laughs> I feel like what you're saying and the anger that you're expressing is so what I feel because of the way that I have sex and because of what people have told me about what it means Mm -hmm. that that I am trans,
1: Yeah.
0: right? And that is the thing that not only in one moment, in one sweeping movement, it says, you don't know who the fuck you are, you're wrong, and um, women can't do this, women are less, women cannot do what you are doing. Mm -hmm. And it says all three of those things at once. And so that's, so, you Perfectly know, so said. many fucking people, and this is like, this is one of the things that just makes me want to like throttle academics, but so many people in the rooms I was in, right, I bailed on the Ivy League, I bailed on a really fancy paid stipended life, I bailed on it because I was so mad, and one of the things that people kept saying, not only did they say that Ann Lister was trans, okay, <sighs> and, and it was like, who cares, like, why do we even need to define her, but it was like this this fight that was happening for no fucking reason, and at the same time, the people yeah. in the people in those rooms would say like, well, you know, older lesbians cling to the term woman. It was constantly a generational thing. And I was like, what the fuck am I, chopped liver? Like I am literally here and you're telling me that I'm trans and I'm mad about it. And you're telling me that oh, that, th- that that is literally like a dying feeling. How dare you? And at the same time, they would say, so in the same talk by a very popular famous person, Ann Lister is trans. Butch is a trans identity. Yeah. And then it was just like a one, two, three, four punch all the time. Like people were saying like the the category of lesbian is like not, like not really there anymore. It was always this like past tensifying of me, of me. I was right there. So like.
3: If you're not lesbian, like, let's just say you're not butch or femme and you just identify as lesbian and you're like, I don't know, you're kind of granola crunchy chick and they identify as a lesbian and they don't exist either or is, well, they the idea... okay?
1: Yeah, or is that I... okay
3: if you're just sort of like bland and you're not on either <laughs> end of the spectrum and you're I like know. hi like, is that okay? Is that allowed to be it's, called a lesbian? But if you're a butch or femme, now you can't be or something.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. In my experience, Jenny, it's if you have a politics around being a lesbian, then your word isn't real. But if you're a lesbian who fits in with queer and is okay with just saying queer all the time, nobody called themselves a lesbian in my classes. I had people tell me, wow, Rachel, your work on lesbians is really important, but I wouldn't want to do it this year. I wouldn't want to do it right now. They didn't say this year. I wouldn't want to do it today, right? Um, in our contemporary times because it's it's been completely vilified and erased as an angle of analysis. So you can't have a politics of being lesbian, but you can say whatever that whatever you want about like who you have sex with. It's just you have to let people call you queer. That's it. And you I have to say queer. Queer
3: is just like the refuse. whole umbrella of everybody. Can't <laughs> you just be like see I see queer is like okay that's the umbrella of everyone. Five people are queer. Yeah, are not lesbians and that's I mean, fine i see it that
0: way too so i'm
3: just sort of like okay i can be queer but i'm a lesbian that's queer
0: yeah i'm we needed an umbrella term right it's an umbrella right. term that better that's captures how i everybody, see it but that's it. but, I see. but also
1: is... god damn you know we came up at the time when we were teenagers youngins and teenagers the word lesbian was so vilified
3: oh my god put yes. down I would never say that. Like, through gross.
1: the badass nineties, through the decade of the Riot Girls and Lesbian Avengers, when women were rocking out and being total badasses, when it was girls to the front, boys to the back, we fought to take that word back. Yeah. We're like, we're not going to be ashamed of being lesbians anymore. We're going to be proud of that fucking word, and we're going to say that word like knives. Like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna let it shoot out of our mouths like the knives, like the ice pits that it are that it is. And I think that's why the lesbian Avengers like ate fire. Cause it was just like I'm a lesbian and I'm gonna yeah. breathe fire. Well, um, there's something really was
0: carnal that, about like, it.
1: Power in that. And because it pissed people off, it freaked them out. You know, it was just like it was a it was a sexual power that it was like
0: You're Yes fucking
1: right I'm a lesbian.
0: It still you does know? freak people out. And it's so
1: we took it back yeah Mm -hmm. we took it back and we fought for visibility we were invisible up until the 90s and we became everywhere suddenly we were everywhere and we were badass and it was awesome and then like i guess a bunch of us gen xers that came up to that time went off and had babies and shit and then we just were like "Ah," you know fell asleep (laughs) became moms and stuff
3: something I was going to share with you all since you guys are looking for a little history um, I know Maribel and I have talked about this before um, I wanted to kind of give a little bit of the history of strap on sex from our generation
0: yes please
3: because in, baby. <laughs> um, it was a very different time period in the late 80s let me just put it that way so yeah. in the late 80s amongst straight people it was like, of course you're going to use a strap-on because you want to emulate heterosexual sex. And so it was like, oh, well, do you guys have a dildo? Do you have a dildo? Like all your straight friends would ask you this. And it was like super uncomfortable. And it was kind of like sexualized and oogie, like, you know, like, dude, gross, you know what I mean? And so you're just like, no, of course not. Because (laughs) in the lesbian world, it was frowned on. It was like, you wouldn't dare do that because you're emulating straight sex mm. so for the first probably two years would you say babe yeah. i guess we probably yeah. didn't ever have a strap on um because a we were kids i mean i was a freaking 16 year old so like where the hell was i getting anything
1: and there was um, no there was
3: no internet there was no internet yeah yes <laughs> so okay yeah, let me, that is true, and there wasn't a lot of sex stores around. I mean, we grew up in the Washington D.C. region, which yeah. um, there was some. I'm not saying there wasn't any, but, but there those were like seedy ass
1: parts of town. <laughs> yeah. Those were yeah. like porno like, shops. That's what like um, glory holes, peep show, like
3: yeah, like that kind like, of thing. So you know, so it's young seventeen
1: year old chicks are not going to be going into some peep show.
3: God no, we were like babies. I mean, honestly, we were really really young. So like that wasn't even on the radar and the ones back then, I mean, come on, ew, Garbage. they were like Trash. gross Terrible. looking and you were just like, ew. Yeah, they like, were I mean, all
1: realistic jokes, yeah.
3: Yeah, and they were just like probably rubbery. I don't even know. They just not looked the just art nasty. form that it is. Yeah, it wasn't the <laughs> thing. So it wasn't until we actually went to a conference when I was about 20, I think, and you were probably 20, 21, something like that, She's yeah. a, she's nine months older than me. And it was Joanne Lulin, who's a controversial figure, but only because she was like rah rah I'm a big dyke and everybody should come out everywhere you go say the word lesbian she wrote like the joy of, a big of lesbian proponent sex
1: of reclaiming huge the word
3: all about reclaiming lesbian, lesbian all today. about talking about it everywhere and she was just like if you want to fuck with a dildo fuck with a dildo if you want to have like stick a finger in someone's ass stick a finger like <laughs> she was like do whatever the hell feels good I mean she was yep. very cool granted she came from Berkeley California so she was just okay. like a whole nother world from the rest of the United States, you know, there in New York, and so she was really open, and she's like, "These are the places you can get them, and you have to do it by mail order. Believe it or not, so we had to like order the catalog, I and it was drawings. I'm not they kidding. They were all hand drawn, hand drawings. Yes, and they had. Honey, <laughs> I mean, this make, makes like, us sound like the we ordered. Susie. From I know we sound a hundred.
0: they had. To... I'm wondering, Seriously. were they were they sidestepping like obscenity laws? Was that I what they were trying these, to do?
3: No, I think it was. These were like handmade silicone these dildos. Were, these were women-owned, so women-owned companies.
1: So they okay. were just broke-ass little broke. mail-order companies, and so they probably so they had to happy dikes somewhere so drawing pencil drawings of dicks, <laughs> and they printed them. And they would show you the catalog. size and the
3: little drawing, and you like have to like make a decision. Some of them might have like a photocopy, seriously, like a bad black and white photocopy of what you could get. Yeah. Like seriously. It was
1: that. I wish our sex eBay, catalogs, yeah. our sex catalogs I... look like punk rock zines. Okay.
0: We really, do we have We have anybody? to find these on eBay, Sam? We need to like the shadow box though. I shit you
1: not. Honey, I bet you maybe this is just my kooky mind remembering it this way. But I feel like sometimes they would have a photo of a dick with like a size reference, like it'd be like a quarter or next to a dollar bill or some shit. Yeah, it would be like
3: ridiculous God. stuff like that. It was so and I know one of the places, wasn't it Good Vibrations in New York? Good Vibrations, yeah. And some another one. And they were out, so we literally, Eve and you something, get them in the paper wrapper. I mean, it was oh, so, yeah. like, like, seriously, it was, like, all, like, clandestine, you know. And the it, first
1: yeah. time, the first time Jenny and I flipped through one of those catalogs, like, we ordered one, we're just like, I think we want to try this. And we ordered it. I'm telling you, we may have had at the most like four dicks to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. And they were handmade. And it was like, I think you only had like maybe one. I think it was was one harness. It was either like a leather harness and then a not a leather harness. And that
0: was it. They were all the
3: same. Honey,
1: the
0: dick was
3: was called Susie because I remember. I
0: feel like. Producing a dildo with any remotely contemporary baby name is maybe not a good idea. Um, So, Mom, I'd really like to apologize that you share your first name with this particular dildo. That's got to be rough. So how did you choose? (laughs) How did you you choose? How did you choose then? How do you choose now? (laughs) How do you both choose?
1: Um, How we chose then is, well, because, interestingly enough, back then, there was one that was just sort of a generic... Shape that kind of has like some subtle ripples to it, Um and then the other ones were like the shape. It was called the Lilith, and she was like kind of like oh, in a, she diving, was a diving, diving woman. Oh my she god, diving woman! And then the other was like a corn cob, and I was, yeah, like, was like,
3: I don't want to be fucked by some diving woman, nor do I want a
1: diving cob. woman, nor do I want a corn cob. Let's
2: just get. Sam, did minimal- you hear
1: that? Shit? I am such a minimalist.
2: I want the diving woman though. Is <laughs> I grew up going to like a New Age. <laughs> like feminist temple thing (laughs) and I would buy these statues of like the woman with the hands over her head with the spiral on her uterus and now I realize I want her as a dildo well yes Well, we're going to have to find this unfortunately
1: silicon does not last forever so even if you were to find one it would probably dissolve in your hands the minute you removed it from the packaging but she did exist and her name was Lilith
2: but we did so not senior. have to find these yeah. catalogs we have to find you I, I
1: wonder
3: if we have any God, catalogs. i wish we had kept one honey i doubt we kept one I we wouldn't. probably have the program from the east coast lesbian festival we went to in the tw- you know, like we early really, like, 90s
0: we would love all of your paper ephemera
1: we've <laughs> <laughs> got some paper. i'm we sure so.
0: thank you
1: um i know i keep telling jenny i'm so, like i need to put it in my will like we need to we need to collect a box of some things to hand over to the Lesbian Archive in New York City. Like if something Mm. happens to us, we need to make sure our daughter just delivers a package of all of our weird old, tiny.
3: (laughs) Old, tiny stuff. (laughs) Late
1: 1900s lesbian life.
3: Yeah, so that was the thing about how to pick it out. So we picked the one that wasn't the Diving Mm -hmm. Woman or the Corn cob, And I think we (laughs) went with not the tiniest and not the biggest, because we didn't know what the hell size. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know i never had sex yeah. with anyone before, like with a dick, so I was like, I have no idea what the fuck. Yeah, we
1: had no so idea. Like, I'm like, I
3: don't know. So this we just the least intrusive. One. Yeah, we're like, let's go with the medium, I guess. Like, <laughs> I was sitting, it was like small, medium, large, and it wasn't like it was, it was not big. a lot yeah. of
1: choices. It was so it was like funny. You want a purple one? You want a
3: black one? That was it. Mm-hmm. That was the choice too. It was lavender or black.
0: Yep. Interesting. So, in some ways. Some of the companies have not progressed, but at least there's diversity in the market for sure.
1: Oh my um, god! Now, geez, like New York Toy Collective and Go To Me shit. Tantas. Yeah. I mean, there's so many that make beautiful ones now, and you can mm-hmm. get very bespoke about it, and you can <laughs> you can get very um, particular. You know, it's like I have the things that I like and the things that I'm just like,
3: no, that's not yeah. me,
1: and I and I know what I like and. And it's, don't and it's
3: like funny. clown dicks as she always says and her friend does like clown dicks
2: so yes. what qualifies as a what? clown dick because like so personally all my dildos are purple because they're non-realistic and now i have an aesthetic going on yeah. so like what cool. qualifies as a clown dick to you um
1: for me clown dicks uh because i i have a friend who's very much a, a top uh mistress <laughs> and she would send me pictures of her dicks and i'm like oh my god dude that's d- this one's uglier than the last one and, like you and your clown dicks and that just stuck you know and he's like I love clown dicks um clown dicks are just multicolored and like zany so if it's oh, like okay. uh, you know if it's like a big sparkly corn, cookie corn corn coverage sparkly and it looks like a roller skate from the 70s and glitter you know what I mean like in terms of like aesthetic not gotcha. shape. So that would be a weird yeah. shape um like <laughs> Colored and it's like if it's got like sparkly unicorns on it, it's just like okay, you know, I'm not down with that. That's I'm a lot. Clown dick. Yeah, That's you're like
0: lot. I can't no. get it on with that dick.
1: <laughs> I can't. I, can... oh, and
0: I can't picture it. But the other thing is for me. So I was thinking when you were telling me and being, I'll go ahead and like move us toward what you told me already, which was mm-hmm. you just you have a different experience of strap on sex than I do. So I was reflecting on my own and I was like, you know what? I kind of feel like I the only the only criterion that we really use when choosing like a dick is how it feels to both of us like so we're looking for mm-hmm. just feeling so that's when important. i and yeah, that's yeah. why when i go on like websites where they're like art dildos i'm like what are people doing with these like i would just put it in my room and look at it i don't think i would yeah. be able to like oh, yeah the ones yeah. that look
1: like tentacles and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty they are pretty yeah truly yes yeah, definitely shape is a big is a big deal so yeah. like um
3: and you dual density. Yes. Dual density, man. That's the
1: way to go. Dual density is the way to go. And so you have different and and also you have different ones for different things. <laughs> right. Like, you know, some are better some are like perfect for anal and others are not. And <laughs> or don't have the right density for anal. Um, some um some are great for doggy style or, or laying down from behind sex. You know, it needs to be a little longer, you know, to make that yeah. work in and, and keep that that motion fluid, baby. You know, and and to mitigate pop out. Right. Um. And which, by the way, pop out happens to everybody. If you yeah, fucking with a human dick or otherwise, pop out happens. So I, I think sometimes some tops are just like oh they think like there's some sort of deficiency in them it's like no everybody popped out happens to everybody gay guys heteros anybody anyway oh
0: my god if there could be (laughs) one psa if if i could give one psa to like butches who are even younger than me and less experienced it would be stop like please stop having like butch insecurity around being a top because you're great at it because you care about your partner not because like you are or not popping out or are or not like yeah, right. looking a certain way or being a certain way, like you're good at it because you're a fucking female fucking another female. Like, trust yeah, yourself.
1: right on. Great PSA. <laughs> I'd second that. The more thank you, you know.
0: Thank
1: you. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so definitely shape. There's certain shapes that we like that that we already know bring consistent pleasure. There's sizes that we know bring consistent pleasure. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, there's just some some that are just too effing small. It's just like, yeah that's not
0: how many do y'all have like oh. in rotation like how many anal ones how many non-anal ones because that's how i think about it for us
1: <laughs> we i i mean we have some that are good crossovers yeah i mean it depends like you if you're gonna do anal with any of them they have to be like super high quality because yeah because it just has to be it has to be something that you can very much get very very clean um and so I think for I think I have about I have one dedicated. One dedicated Yeah, you have anal. your
3: favorite. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I have one that can do either one, but it's now been moved into the into the uh anal line of business because of its it's got a, a firmness that makes that a lot easier um to do. And then we've got our other ones that are strictly pussy dicks pussy dicks <laughs> i don't know how to say that you know I, pussy dicks i don't know okay. um so um i think in rotation i like we, i've got my trusty i've got like my 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 favorite one and that one sits in the cock warmer by my side of the bed nice <laughs> you know that one's plugged in at all yeah. times and uh so that's
0: that's the jewel <laughs> yeah that one's caramel
3: have, colored and it's not like it's not realistic realistic but it's not unrealistic if that makes sense right it's
1: so it's not it like veiny or end.
0: something but it's no. like got the shape yeah yeah my favorite boldy, one boldy is end on it. yeah it's similar I mean it's it's like lighter caramel and that's just because it was the only color I could get but I I was reading what you said and be to me privately about um, color and monotone, the importance of something being like monochromatic. Yeah. Right? I feel yep. that for real. Like I don't super duper care. Like if there was a dildo that felt really good, I wouldn't be like, ah, that color doesn't work for me necessarily. But I do think like, that feeling like a fluidity with your own body helps. Yes.
1: So that's what it's about.
0: Yeah. 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 And there's a the like, mental
1: I mean, piece that makes it I mean, lot. we have a purple one
0: too, we do. Yeah, I've got black
1: one. Uh, a black one a solid black solid purple the caramel one a, mm-hmm. a chocolatey brown one um i've been looking at this one by tantus called lava it's bright red and it's got but it's got cool little bumps on it um it looks like it's made of hot lava <laughs> it might be the silliest one i might wait, know wait i
0: think i've seen that yeah
1: yeah it's a nice like little melted lava. Um, tantus okay. makes really quality digs. yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: um but yeah there is that mental piece as to why you know my friend's like kind of teasing me you know that she, I'm you know, just me and my boring dicks, and um, tease her about her clown dicks. But for me, um, she is not a cum strapper, she doesn't yeah. cum strap, and I think, and that's not because she doesn't want to. I mean, I just think it's just a thing that that it, it. not everybody can. I mean, not, it's not everybody, it's there again, that's not a deficiency, it's just everybody's undercarriage is different, and so it's in everybody's the kind of motion that it takes to come that way is everybody it's different so some some cum strapping is not going to happen for everybody Uh and so um and so I think I think for those of us that that I'm speculating I don't I don't know I haven't done the scholarly study but you know (laughs) I think for those of us that can there is a brain connection that's happening there and i mean there's like i had a friend send me like a cool article about that about the or she sent me she sent me something about that where it was just like you know your brain is your biggest sex organ and so mm-hmm. there is this mental sort of connection that you have that it's like i'm very aware that it is not my penis like it's not my dick i know that i sure. know that but it doesn't mean i'm not connected to it it doesn't mean that it's not a part of me. It doesn't mean that it's not a part of me that is giving pleasure to my wife.
0: Yeah, um, it's a part of me that serves my wife. That's how I feel about it. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's a great way to put it. And um, yeah.
0: And like it so, belongs to both of us, right? Like it in that moment mm-hmm. and then it's gone. And thank God. Like there's... And then
1: it's gone. <laughs> and so that's for me why the clown dicks don't work for me. Yeah. And uh, because I'm just like, I don't want to look down because sometimes I do. I do like to see it going in and out. <laughs> I enjoy that. And so then if I'm looking down and I'm seeing like purple and red. Diving and, mm-hmm.
0: lady. Sorry, Sam, I do respect your desire for diving lady.
1: And unicorns. I'm diving lady. Like... Corn <laughs> It's just I'm going to hear circus music. It's just like it's not going to
0: work. Yeah.
1: um, That's not going to work for me.
0: Well, and uh, but no, not I... knocking
1: the people that love clown cocks. Go for it.
0: If this that's all your came, jam, enjoy. Yeah, do your clown thing. Also, I just love the term like clown dick, but um this all emerged from a conversation, like our conversation right now kind of stemmed from a conversation that I have with Sam where we I was like evangelizing about about what you call cum strapping, which I want to ask you about that term too because I'm all about words cuz a nerd. But but Sam was like yeah. I want to I want to do that. And I tend to believe that whoever like wants to achieve this and can be clitorally stimulated can do it but True. i do think it it's not this is some, this is a total speculation but i think there is a way that you can move that will achieve it and that's actually not like even if in your brain you're like oh i think i want to do that i don't think that that form of movement comes naturally to everybody who thinks they want to do it mm. if that makes sense i think it's yeah you can surprise yourself by i don't know well, i, this is I think it's different
1: you got to figure out You've got to figure out what motion works for you. So like some of us come with more like deep, intense pressure, like a rhythmic deep pressure. Some of us need a light surface friction. I think the surface friction people is going to be harder. Again, I don't know right. <laughs> in the scientific studies, I think you're but right. that is my guess is that your light surface friction people, it's going to be harder to do. However, it doesn't mean you can't. I think those, people need to try the dicks with the bullet vibe, the little space hold the bullet vibe. And then I think they might be able to do it. But then you also have the new, you know, bumpers coming out with all these different different textures. You know, some of them, it's just the lumps. They have one that's just like a series of like little soft tongues. (laughs) I think that could work. So, I mean, people, it's out there. And I mean, I have to tell you, in my lifetime, Just the fact that there's a company that has created an entire series of things to achieve crumb scrapping blows my mind. Like, I don't think about it much anymore because it's just life. Yeah. But when I stop and think about it, I'm like, isn't that a beautiful thing? You mean bumper? Mm -hmm. Bumper. Isn't
0: that amazing? It's amazing. Wow.
1: I'm taking notes.
0: (laughs) Well, so- Considering
1: how much shame there used to be and being yeah. able to come strap, like it was a shameful thing to. You never wanted to admit it because, again, it was that. Oh, you're coming while strapping, then you clearly want to be a dude. You, yes, you're, well, you're and imitating. that's not different.
0: In fact, I would argue that, that. I know it's not. That's even worse now. I would say that I, that assertion, I would agree if you. you're doing that, means you want to be a dude, is more common now. And I have been... And
1: if you really do want to be a dude... But
3: I know people
0: who aren't even butch that come but that you're way. Not, but if you look the way we do, you're already the recipient okay. of prejudice. You're already wrong. Yeah. You're already wrong. And a lot of LGBTQ people insidiously believe that, yes, you're, you're wrong. Like, there's, you're not actually a woman yeah. if you'd like this. And I've had quite a few queer and bi-identified people that I've dated say, you know, have you thought about the fact that what you're doing is a trans thing? Like, almost worded exactly like that. Like, this is not that's- yours. This is not your thing. And I was like, have you read a book? Um, because yeah. <laughs> women have been every doing this women for a hot fucking wrestling. minute. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. No, that's You can't do that to people. Like, it is so it, damaging. If you are indeed trans, great. Like, and you're getting your groove on that way, cool. Like, I am happy for you. Yeah. Do that. But if you're just a butch chick, a butch top, that's just like, I, I... Won the golden ticket, man! I can come while strapping, and yes. I can come while cock driving. Yay! Then that's also good, and you can do that just as a bush top, and who cares?
2: Yeah, and as and somebody who's there. as somebody who's like on a quest to achieve that for the first time, because yeah. I don't. I don't get, I, it's probably not a TMI right now, but I the only way I can come is by personally like touching my own clit in a very specific way. It's the only way mm-hmm. I can come. I want to do many yeah. things, but you know, at the end of it, that's what I'm going to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, right. So this is like what I want to achieve. And I wonder like, what you felt the first time you experienced it, especially like if there was stigma against it. Like, were you really excited? Were you like- i don't know Did no,
3: you feel there
2: was shame okay. yeah, there was it. a lot of
1: shame around it i didn't i tried to hide it
3: and, and i was it. so like wait a minute you which just is came, horrible you?
1: which like breaks my heart when i think about it now that for i mean it didn't go on t- for too long because obviously my wife is tuned to me so she's like are you coming it's <laughs> just mm. <laughs> like oh yes <laughs> um the first few times it was i felt ashamed of it for that same reason it's just like Oh my god! Like, what am I doing? Like, is this okay? Mm -hmm. Who was I gonna ask? Who was gonna give me approval for that? I don't know. But I was just like, is this okay?
3: Yeah, it was like like, 1990 or something.
1: Yeah, like, (laughs) do I have some kind of gender identity problem? Um, am I supposed (laughs) to? Because I don't feel like I do. But am I supposed to
0: have a gender identity? I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to.
1: And the whole patriarchy shit. And it was just because, again, and this is this is fodder for another episode, right? Um, the sex wars of the 90s was a brutal, horrible time yeah. to come of age as a young lesbian. Um, the messaging that we got, oh, that was like maligning strap sex. Um, certainly coming while strapping, my God.
3: Lube. Mm-hmm.
1: That was put down. Um, vibrators. Which for short, vibrators. Do not use vibrators. No real lesbians use lube. No real lesbians strap. No anal, no vibrators, none of that. No, definitely no kink, no leather,
2: no DS, right. none of that. All of that. Bad, bad, bad.
1: And like
2: nothing you know, I enjoy doing at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: So don't have and, fun. And
1: the,
2: don't have fun. And the thing is like,
3: you wouldn't call you know, yourself a back then, people, even though you felt no. it, but you would never have I said it because it. it was so like, ugh.
1: Put down. It was like, you are dirty. You are ugly. Yeah. You are. Some, you are and you are betraying the movement you are betraying the feminist movement you are aligning yourself with the patriarchy well I'm like a 17 18 19 year old baby lesbian I didn't want to be against the feminist movement I didn't want to align with the patriarchy right. <laughs> so if I'm getting this message it was like oh so it was basically this constant messaging that everything that I was aroused by and turned on was sexist and misogynistic like what a horrible shit yeah horrible shit to put on us
0: meanwhile um, it took
1: a long time to come out of that a long yeah.
0: time and the truth of it is that you guys are having the hottest sex of all of the people hotter than straight people and that's why it's got to be a secret And yeah. it has to yes. be totally shit on yes
1: <laughs> and it took years to come out of that and sort of that i didn't even realize it was happening it took a long time to go oh Man, that's fucked up. Like I'm, yeah. I am not allowed. We have not been allowed to truly express ourselves sexually because of all of this messaging. And what makes us bitter sometimes about it is that the biggest proponents of that shit were all political lesbians who went on to marry men. <laughs>
3: <Ew>. <laughs> that was the thing You're
1: with like Joanne and Joanne Joe all of those. She married they all a ended dude, up leaving. still called it, herself
3: a yeah. lesbian.
1: Oh my you know, goodness! It's just like you were, you were political. Women, feminists—they were feminists, as feminists,
3: is what men, they were.
1: Radical feminists who were like, all of that is patriarchy. This is how you have sex, and they politicized our entire sexual identity without our consent. <laughs> I would yeah. say,
0: and then went on to and married men, and then they and were like, yeah, the way uh, you hey, have sex is with a man, the way you have sex yeah. as a lesbian is with a male. Right.
1: Um, yeah. But then the yeah. rest of us who were really truly lesbians living the life we're telling our you know we're being told that we were depraved and patriarchal and so you had ban- like the whole Tribate thing coming out just being like wait a minute you know lesbians can be into leather lesbians can be into dominance and submission yeah lesbians can be into fetishes like what in the hell are we doing here like why are we letting these people tell us what our sex looks like
0: mm-hmm. it's fucked
1: up, and it's not happening to men it's not happening to our brothers it's just happening to us
0: just to us yeah you and you know, know i I just chafed at my own self saying like, like talking about having sex with a male human being, but I can't keep chafing at that word because there is a female specificity here that we have to address. Like we have to deal with the fact that what we've been fighting as butch femme couples, at least is the idea that like female bodies shouldn't do a certain kind of thing. Like that's been the very hyper-specific targeted message about butch Mm -hmm. femme sex. And so I was like, just a second ago when I was like well yeah the way those women wanted to have lesbian sex was just to go have it with a male person like in today's day and age that sounds incredibly problematic because there are people who are male who identify or like born male right like maybe are in processes of transitioning or you know just non-binary whatever but who identify as lesbians and that's totally fair but I think we we need like this cultural space to be able to discuss what's actually happening to like the four people in this conversation right now like Mm -hmm. what the specific weirdness that has been aimed at butch lesbian and femme lesbian identity since like the beginning and on that note in my mind you guys have like a disney-fied relationship like i believe that you came together in high school and i want to know who who knew that they were gay first and who who do you think had the inkling that this was going to be kind of a butchy femmy thing that there was a difference here between the two of you
3: hmm
1: i probably i knew the i I think I knew first, right? I, I think I, I, you I knew was, first. I knew by the time I was pretty I was in young, but you
3: knew first.
1: Yeah, I was about six years old, and I was like, yep, oh, okay. And I <laughs> yeah, you had the girl
3: that was on the playground that you had a
0: crush on.
1: Yes, I did. Little Regina, wherever she may be. Um,
0: That's Carter's sister's name. I'll tell her that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> first.
1: Um, yeah, so definitely I knew, and I wasn't ashamed of it. I didn't think I was broken in that way i just knew that i had to hide it because i thought i was pretty aware i had a sense that i would not be treated well if people found out so um especially in your family
3: though not like your mom was cool with like gay men because she worked in the hair industry so of course gay men are around and she was fine with that but i think with yeah i think it was more with you being butch actually in some ways obviously for sure and i think when jenny and i met. she adored me before she found out I liked you. and But she was like, she's a good influence. She likes hair and makeup. I have right. someone to talk to. Yay. Wow. And then, but in you terms know, then of how I hit on her daughter. When and that's was I saw Jenny. Not yet.
1: I like to say that, you know, she, she stepped out of a Bananarama video and into my life because that's what she looked like. <laughs> I
3: did. I had really big, curly, 80s so, hair. Love that.
1: She was definitely girly, very feminine, and that's what I like. But not
3: girly, girly. Like, when you say girly, I've never I been know, girly, I know, honey. Girly. That's not what I mean. I just mean I you
1: look like a girl. Like, you look a wait. feminine chick.
0: Pause. Jenny, why not girly, girly? What does that mean to you? Because I'm not sure. I know. Because
3: I do get frustrated with that, even in my own community. Like, I'm not a high femme, I guess you could say. I mean, I love, like, heels and furs and blah, blah, blah. but like i rarely honestly i rarely wear dresses like it is so rare that you'll see me in a dress um and so i know straight women that are way more feminine than me like honestly now hair and makeup i'm all about like i i I could wear it like all the time i probably would but um i don't i mean I'm go camping i'm a a mess please but i guess it's like i i'm on that spectrum i'm not That's dainty is what it You're is
1: nice. Je- girly for jenny means dainty. Oh, and like, dainty. dainty and i'm like hell no i can lift
3: that shit i'm like give it to me yeah. i'm like strong i yeah. can lift that like i don't wanna, i don't i don't, I make don't like the campfire jenny does she's like, better at it Come like <laughs> I, she can hold the doors and all that shit but like i don't i absolutely do not like when men treat me dainty like yeah i know like Oh my God. I get like enraged. I'm like, I'll get it yeah, down. Thank you. Like well, I kind of give like shit to any man. Yeah. Like I turn, I'm so mean to men. It's not even funny. I'm like the meanest person <laughs> on earth to men. Unless they so aren't hitting them. If they're like just a nice guy, like brotherly, I'm fine. But the second you give off a vibe that you like have any interest, I'm just like, Hmm.
0: Then I get like, yeah. Ugh. so, well, but yes. So this thing about being dainty, I've thought about this a lot because I, I have like, I don't know. It, it's like territory i don't really need to wade into but i've had a pretty abusive relationship in the past and i was it was my first relationship where i was like really comfortably a butch like within myself but the daintiness factor is something that i don't think anyone should ever put on so like i i believe that there is a possibility for butch lesbians who really are sensitive human beings and really care about other people to be emotionally abused in a hyper specific way by other by by people who like put on needing their service
1: yeah and that, and that. So
0: absolutely right and so the yeah. daintiness factor i like i i would call cardi a, a high femme and like she i think would identify that way but we're but it's no part of that would be a femininity that is a weakness right, right. Like, and I would be suspicious at this point my my part of me that's like oh no let me help you is dead because I was completely abused in a model of a relationship that was like mm-hmm. I need your help I need your help and then that person like hit me like that was what it was and it was so yeah. toxic because when you let somebody be that like when you let somebody try to paint an an inequality between the two of you as human beings that one of you is dangerous. Yeah. that shit's dangerous. Like, yeah, I don't I mean, think high femmes should ever be in actual fact, like, whatever that thing is that I it's think like a,
1: a dinky, It's like a helplessness. It, but it's like put on, it's a yeah.
0: selflessness. And it's like, yeah.
1: no, because I think butches are still feminists that want to be with strong women. Like,
0: yes, so yeah. You're not being disingenuous. Homeless. It's like, if you're yeah. an adult, it's
1: like, if I'm chivalrous to you, it's because you're my femme and you're my gem, you know, you're my precious, you're my, you're my lady. And so that's the, that's the lovely dance of which femme. Mm-hmm. But I also know, push come to shove, you know, Jenny makes better campfires than I do. She could, does
3: she call you to change the tire? Yes. Do I like changing she the tire? Can she do it herself? But can she? Absolutely <laughs> yes, right, she can.
1: Right. You know, like I always know that, you know, we have an a dystopian breakdown, and I go down in a hail of gunfire. She's going to be right behind me to pick that rifle up and keep shooting. You know, right, like right, ride right. or die for real. Like she's not going to. She's no shrinking violet. Right. She's not going to get pushed around.
0: And with that incredible image of a lesbian butch femme couple, just like in a blaze of gunfire, surviving even the apocalypse. Right. Uh, we will leave you for this week. Stone Butch Disco posts new episodes every Friday to all the podcatchers that are. We are available. To be followed on Instagram at Stone Butch Disco, as are uh, MB, who I was calling Mary Bell earlier. She goes by both, um, and Jenny. And so they are Be More Butch and Be More Fem on Instagram. That's B M O R E in both cases. If you're enjoying the pod or the writing or any of it, or particularly if you know anybody who might benefit from hearing us, uh, I feel like I would have as a young Butch, um, we would be so grateful if you would share uh, the pod. If you could rate and review us wherever you have that ability. I know on Apple it really matters to get five stars. We would be so very grateful. Um, And then maybe eventually I will sound less desperate for stars. Probably not. Probably not. Um, But, yeah, thanks so much. We'll see you next week. I'm
2: back again like flu season. I broke records while I loose lose sleep. And I'm coming now my roof. Leaving don't give a f- I don't care. Uh, did the s*** f- about my lonesome. No wonder now I'm on one. No shortcuts on that long run. All I really want is my share.